Thank you for tuning into Black and Well Voices, a space where we invite Black identities to share their thoughts, experiences, and endeavors that'll push the collective forward. Hello, hello, happy Tuesday, and most importantly, happy 420. Uh, Today we have a special release and hopes to really raise awareness around the intentional use of cannabis and how it can be extremely beneficial for our total well-being. So we'll be joined by Dijanae Evans, a cannabis advocate, educator, and the founder of Green Goddess Glow, a community centered around the use of cannabis, fungi, and plant medicines for sustainable self-care. Uh, now, I actually met Dijanae at a wellness summit in Palm Springs a couple years ago. Uh, she like walked up and was like, I'm just saying hello to everyone that's black, which we love and we stand for. <laughs> so light up a spliff, toss some CBD in your tea, or just drink your water and vibe out as she joins our host, Olivia Grant to discuss the history of cannabis, the ways in which it can be used for healing, as well as how we can begin to release the stigma surrounding it. So thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy and be well. Hello, Deja May. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you again for agreeing to do this with us. We are honoured, absolutely honoured to have you on board and to just be able to share the, your perspective with the Black and Well community. I'm honoured to be here. Thank you so much. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. So what sparked your journey into the cannabis and wellness industries? Hmm, it's always an interesting question when people ask like what started my journey in the cannabis industry only because uh, I had a very organic development um, with cannabis in terms of like my relationship to it. When I was much younger, I thought it was my dad's cologne. And, wow. <laughs> and so I, I just loved the smell and it was pungent and it was earthy and uh, much later, I realized that that wasn't, in fact, cologne. I mean, it is right. perfume now. Surprisingly, there are <laughs> brands who have infused it into perfumes. But oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, like Malin and Getz is one of them. Um, there are a few others. Certainly, that is a trend. But um, for me, I think really wanting to to shift professionally into cannabis was just realizing that I was in an industry where I wasn't happy, I wasn't being fulfilled, I wasn't on a journey of learning or seeking or uh, being more whole in who I was. And so cannabis appeared on my path um, after I found myself in the wellness space and wanting to be able to bridge uh, that conversation between cannabis and wellness and knowing that there was a place for it and really wanting to emphasize black women using cannabis specifically right I love that and I think I I love how it was organic I always find that when things are organic and 
you're just led in a certain direction you create so much more of an impact um exactly exactly yeah absolutely and so that has led you to starting and growing green goddess glow um can you tell us what is green goddess glow and what can we expect from the relaunch coming up yeah so green goddess glow is a platform for reimagining cannabis as a sustainable wellness tool and as my journey with cannabis has grown and evolved that has included the the learning about fungi and adaptogens and other uh, plant medicines that also can help to cultivate us living more of a life that we love right that's pleasurable um and we have where we have deep connection with ourselves and so (laughs) with that has like also come the evolution of like my own self-care practices and so i'm really really excited for the relaunch to be able to have and to offer things to my community that work for me and my personal practice and also that I have only recently discovered and wanted to share with others. I do a lot of reading so there is an extensive uh, resource list (laughs) that I can't wait to share with other people. Um, A lot of the times I'm like putting my friends onto books and they're just like girl where did you find this and I'm like I don't know I was like I just smoked a blunt and I was like I'm gonna pick this up and read it and it found its way on my path and it's it's been a beautiful journey and then also with other integrative health um like strategies if you will so like obviously yoga meditation affirmations have been really huge for me um and then the use of sound healing and other things like that so really wanting to create a more of an an experience around our use um Right. for ourselves and then inviting other people or for myself and then inviting other people to be a part of that that's great and I think I love how you, you mentioned about having resources in there as well because I feel like information on this topic is what we need especially as a as a community as a black community we need information on this topic because there's so much I feel like misinformation out there um, and if that's if this is a tool, if cannabis is a tool that can be actually used for healing, then you know we deserve to know about it. You know, exactly. And then not only to know about it, but also to know what to uh, what the criteria is for using it. Right. A lot of times right. we don't say, "Hey, like, is it sun grown? Is it grown indoors?" Uh, like what are the the endocannabinoid ratios is it high in THC is it higher in CBD and really starting to tailor our cannabis experience I think you know a lot of people think using cannabis only means smoking and it doesn't it can be topical use it can be uh, edibles and how we infuse cannabis in our food it can be tinctures and and how we need uh, a quick onset for certain, for certain dis-ease or ailments or even stress. And so I think it really is a matter of curating uh, how you come in contact with this plant and being very, very intentional. And then also thinking about the fact that, you know, 
we have this system within our bodies, right? This endocannabinoid system. I'm hoping this is not the first time people have heard of it, <laughs> but if it is, right, um, it is the, it is the cannabinoids that your body naturally produce without your help, right? And so it's very similar in your body: THC, anandamide, CBD, 2AG. It's like it's. And there are ways to increase your endocannabinoid production without even supplementing with the plant. And so that's another thing that I feel like is going to be really, really um, crucial to people seeing their, seeing cannabis as a wellness tool is understanding that you don't even have to use it to increase um, the production of those things in your body. If you wanted to do it completely separate from using cannabis, you can do that too. Um, and there's a right. myriad of ways of doing that. Um, but really just wanting to get people to understand that cannabis is um, first and foremost a healer before anything else. Right, yes. And as a community, as a Black community, how would you suggest we even begin to start shifting this narrative that we may have around cannabis? Whew. That's a great question. Um, I'm really glad you asked this question. Um, and you would probably be surprised, but then maybe not um, at how many DMs I get about, like, you know, how do I release the shame and the guilt and the judgment around using cannabis? Right. Because our culture um, doesn't really have, I don't want to say patience, but there's very little um, room for 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 this conversation just because of the history that we've had um around the usage of cannabis in the past and just even the way that it's framed now um you know we tend to stick to only glorifying and talking about the use of cbd because that thc aspect that idea of being high if you call it that is associated with being lazy, being dumb, being, um, you know, not being productive, uh, and all of these other, there's a large stigma in our community around that. And also just like, we can't undo like the history. And there have been various campaigns, especially targeting people of color and their use of cannabis, as ways to demonize them. It's been right. it's been a large part of why the war on drugs is so successful, right? Because of these campaigns um, that vilify people for using cannabis. So there's a lot of unlearning that needs to happen. First, on the, the scientific level, just like really understanding the plant and its uh, molecular makeup Uh, understanding the plant and all of the health benefits, really getting clear on the the scientific evidence because sometimes it really does take that. And then the second part of that is learning your actual history as a person of color around cannabis. A lot of people don't know that, you know, hemp has been used for industrial purposes for thousands and thousands of years even predating our contact with uh, America uh, in the same way that it's been used um, 
as a suppository with honey and as far back as like you know Egyptian culture and so it's it's right. really really important for us to be able to 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 investigate our lineage I think that that's the best way to put it to investigate our lineage around cannabis usage and not accept stories from other people based on on what our experiences have been over the last couple hundred years yes I think that that's so important what I've got from that is don't just accept the narrative that's kind of being pushed onto us actually investigate and dive deeper into you and who you are and you know to find out your truth it can be consuming when there's a narrative that's that's kind of going on you don't actually realize how it's actually seeping into your subconscious um yeah 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 and of course like there's that part of you like honestly and I mean I don't want (laughs) to I sound like very um what's the word like investigative about it but also like there was that that point that part uh, of my journey where I'm like oh my god I'm a failure okay I just really I must only want to wake up and smoke weed every day like I don't really know like that this is a lucrative career path wow. <laughs> like is something wrong with me and I mean honestly I had to really get over that hump it was very very hard at the beginning and I was hard on myself and even there was a time uh, after like I had kind of settled into like my life post-college and I was just like you know I don't need to smoke weed I can't smoke weed that was something I did when I was like younger and now I'm older and it it just doesn't make sense it doesn't fit into my life and I was kind of using it like if I get a b and c done then I'll reward myself with this thing and even then I wouldn't do it with people or in front of people most of the time it was something that I only did with myself and so I think one of the beautiful things about where we are now is being able to find community in our exploration of ourselves and the use of cannabis and also um, to be vulnerable. Like there's one thing that you can't do when you use cannabis and that's hide from yourself. So um, there are times where I still experience anxiety and I still experience judgment of myself and I'm always reminded um, of grace and just like really being present being present and and being gentle with myself and and this experience so that's like a really really important part yes yes absolutely and I feel like that's something that probably so many need to hear I feel like that's definitely going to help so many because it's a journey isn't it and you know sometimes you can you can see someone you know like you you're you're sharing this powerful information and it's really empowering but you know there's that side to it where like you said you do go through these challenges within your own journey so I think that's important for us to hear yeah I mean it's a part of being human right like it's a part of being human and moving away from identifying as solely human like we're also yeah more than that we're spiritual beings having this human experience and I think coming into the understanding that this plant is here to be an ally, it's here to be a teacher, it's still here to be a healer, really allows me to, to understand that, that there is a objective lens that I can put up 
uh, towards these feelings, right? And be like, oh, I, okay, right. I see these feelings coming up. I don't have to attach myself to them. I honor them and I, I thank them for giving me perspective. And then, you know, I can either choose to, to, what's the word? To, I can either choose to, there's the word that I'm thinking of. Internalize. <laughs> That's the word. Sorry about that. Right. There you go. <laughs> choose to internalize them or I can choose to, to again, ride the wave of emotions and, and choose a, a different, a different way of, of experiencing a different perspective. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, there's, there's that group of us who, you know, do need to overcome certain thoughts and feelings around this topic. But then there are those who are using cannabis as a stream of wealth. And can you tell us how, how is cannabis now being used as a stream of wealth for the black community? Well, I mean, the most, um, the most obvious, I think, or the most um, recognized or what's been given the most attention to how cannabis businesses are propping themselves up and really people are starting to see if there's value in cannabis. Um, unfortunately, that value is typically um, is typically measured in like currency and the amount of, of money that you're able and revenue that you're able to uh, produce by working in the industry. But there's also that side of it where we're seeing so much of uh, of an influx and in infrastructure growth around cannabis and not seeing people of color at the forefront of it. So that has been very, right. very interesting to kind of watch and also participate in to some extent. But I think the, yeah. the bigger wealth uh, conversation for people of color is this idea of reclamation, right? And really being able to reclaim right. our our connection to nature, to reclaim our connection to herbal medicines and remedies that we have for very long, for very long time, um, for a very long time uh, had a culture around. So, and then right. also like the, the spiritual component to that. And so for me, I think that the reclamation around really being able to deepen into our relationship uh, with ourselves and our communities and also being able to to reclaim the stories that we tell ourselves about this plant about ourselves about who we are because we use it it's probably the largest uh, wealth um, indicator for me and wanting to see more people live lives that are that are pleasurable that are less um, centered and suffering uh, and to really yeah. be clear that, you know, we can be disillusioned, right? <clears throat> and I've heard, right. <laughs> I've heard stories of people being like, there was a, a, a joke about, um, I don't even remember what comedian it was, 
But one of the comedians, I was like, um, I used cannabis, and then it was like I didn't. I every worry that I had like essentially dissipated, and I was just like, forget it. I don't care about it. Like none of it matters. Right. And sometimes that happens with cannabis, and I think. <laughs> We have to be very careful not to use it for escapism, but I think it can be a very, very, right, very right. powerful tool in allowing us again to objectify these emotions that we're feeling and and also be aware of the yeah. reality that we're creating for ourselves and really tap into our abundance in this idea of receiving, which yeah. has come on my path more and more and more as I've continued on this journey. Yes, yes. Yes to all of that. Um, so much work to do, but it's, it to me it just sounds so promising at the same time to even be having this conversation. You know, I mean, I I think there has to be so, this has to be a continuous conversation. There's so many there's so many things oh, yeah. that the cannabis plant touches on. It touches on our agriculture, our health system, our healthcare system. It touches on yep. um, our like the topic of health equity. It touches on business and having access to capital and being a part of an emerging industry, the largest, fastest growing industry in the country right now. Um, it talks about mm -hmm. like, you know, um, you know, the impact of the war on drugs and literally systematic um, oppression and how we've navigated that for, I don't know, 40 years. And, um, and how that legacy uh, comes from a long history of oppression, even going all the way back right. to um, the 200 years of chattel slavery. A lot of times people don't even know that cannabis was the largest um, commodity crop after cotton and tobacco. And so... Wow. And so there's a there's a there's a lot to uncover with this plant and there again there's a lot of reclamation around this plant and really um yes. being able to identify just how how strong um how strong of a shift is happening with this with this uh industry right. growth alone. What tips would you give to anyone who's actually looking to get into the cannabis industry um it would be to know your why because it's very easy to deviate from that once you get in the industry um i got into it uh or chose this path because i knew that i wanted to be more led by spirit, right? And also I wanted to have a better self-care practice and and cannabis. I was really trying to restructure my relationship with cannabis because I had gone through all these ebbs and flows and um, I had this, this point in my relationship with cannabis where I wanted to learn everything about it, right? I was obsessed and I still very much am obsessed. Like everything on my day-to-day -day is about cannabis. <laughs> when I wake up and I'm recording this podcast, it. it's about cannabis. When I go to work um, at my nine right. to five, okay, it's, it's black on cannabis. When I'm working on Green Goddess Global, it. it's cannabis. When I'm studying for tests and exams, 
their cannabis. So, <laughs> so yes, laughing yourself exactly. <laughs> Obsessed, and so um, you know, I think that it takes that healthy obsession uh, because then you know you love it and that you're passionate about it. And even having conversations like this uh, remind me how grateful I am to have cannabis as a teacher and um, and I and I don't know that I would have had this this path had I not been clear about why I wanted to be here. And so um, I would I would definitely be clear with with my why and also honestly, yeah, if you have an intentional, use of the plant and you have a a relationship with the plant then that'll all be revealed what happens and what I've seen is there's these CEOs of these companies and there's these founders and there's all these people getting into the cannabis space because it's cool right now and none of them use cannabis none of them use it they have never tried it and yet and still they figure that they know how to packages that package it up create some cool messaging around it and sell it. And that, and that is um, a perversion of the use of cannabis. It's not how she would like to be handled. It's not the intention of why it was put on the earth, right? Uh, to be commodified. And so, um, and then genetically modified also. So be wary of that. So I think for people who want to get in this industry, just be clear about what your intentions are, your why, and what it is that you, how you want to show up in service of this plant. Um, Because I think that that is, that's going to be the most important thing um, in in whether or not you'll be successful. Yes, that is absolutely important. Um, And I, I just, I just love how, you've said you you know you've immersed yourself in it um and that's why you're able to give such and share such powerful information and so just bringing it back to you and your day-to-day and your journey you know you, you work with cannabis but how has your relationship with cannabis evolved throughout this journey and what does it what does it look like for you in your own wellness journey yeah I mean honestly people think I'm like smoking blinds all day every day (laughs) and like I'm trying different things and like all these different concoctions and like I'm a like I don't know a a mad scientist and to some extent I am right 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 right, (laughs) to some extent I am trying to figure out what works for me but um or always just adjusting um in 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 the ways that it does and so actually I don't use as much as I would like to and um I feel like when I'm not using as much as I would like to I feel out of um out of alignment with what I'm supposed to be doing and how I'm supposed to be moving through uh the work that I'm doing and I'm realizing now more than ever how much it requires me to be in close connection to the actual plant in order to uh, like execute on all the things that I'm doing surrounding it. So yeah, there's a very funny story actually. I just um, came back from a sound healing training in Tulum. And one of the things that we did uh, on one of the last days is we had this cacao ceremony 
it was beautiful. We sang, there was flowers, like literally we sat in beds of flowers and then we did offering at wow. the ocean under this full moon. And it was, it was the, one of the most beautiful experiences I've had in my life. And then I got back to my room uh, where I was staying and I was like, you know what? I think now calls for some, like some, some, some cannabis because of course, ask me how I got cannabis to Mexico, and I won't tell you, but <laughs> I, um, I went to Spark Up, and I'm, like, ingesting it, and, like, you know, um, and just, like, starting to settle into, like, all of the uh, sensations that I'm feeling in my body, and mind you, I just had cacao. Yeah. Cacao, for those who don't know, is a heart opener, as well as, um, a kind of energizing feeling, if you will. And so I um, I start to feel the sensations and then I start to feel this extreme discomfort. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like the way I feel. Um, I, I was feeling a little anxious. I was not feeling embodied. Um, and I just felt the heaviness of the cannabis like literally start to to sit on top of me. And then um, I was like, oh my God, what's happening? Am I having like a bad trip? If there, if those even exist. Mm -hmm. Then I realized, right. and I was like, you know what? This is an invitation for me. I haven't been in my body in this way in so long. And because now I have had wow. this cacao and my heart is open, I'm really starting to feel what it's like to be embodied in every like every corner every uh, inch of my body I feel into it and I think on a day-to-day -day, we're so busy running away from ourselves that when we really start to feel into it it feels a little uncomfortable it even feels jarring and so at that moment I just took the time to really thank the plant for showing me uh, how safe I was in my body and how there was no need to be um, anxious or unsure. And um, I was really able to turn that experience as, into something um, that, that was a learning moment. And that again, because I was able to thank her and just like appreciate this perspective, uh, I was able to really settle into this experience or into that experience and um and and really be embodied in a way that I hadn't in a really long time and so you know it's it's a constant evolution and I think the more people allow themselves to receive the teaching and the medicine the more we'll be in in deep connection with ourselves and be able to see where we need ourselves now more than ever That is such a powerful, powerful message. And I think it's just absolutely beautiful how you were able to decipher what was going on and ultimately come out stronger and better for it. I mean, yeah. after that moment, after I had really tapped into what was happening, I think I went on like a writing tyrant <laughs> or what is it called? Right. Like a, a writing <laughs> tangent. I went on a writing tangent and I was right. writing for like, 
at least like an hour and I was just like okay uh and I just I like I kept going back into this meditative state and then coming out of it and just like writing 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 and then going back into it and like this is how I feel in my body and this is this is how I settle into it and this is the space these are all the things that are coming up and it was it was really beautiful um and it was time that I needed to myself and and definitely like a indicator that I need more of it right I needed more of it so um yeah I don't remember what the original question was but (laughs) but (laughs) I definitely uh want to point to the fact that uh it's a journey and don't expect any one time to be like the time before it or the time after it it's always going to be shifting and changing and allowing you to unfold within yourself and you have to be gentle you have to be patient and anytime those feelings of discomfort arise thank them thank them because they're there to be a teacher um and don't freak out just you know (laughs) stay calm (laughs) up till this exact moment cannabis has never killed anyone so i think that we can be very um comforted by that that actual fact like it's a scientific fact it's a fact that if you looked it up you'd be like oh it is true it's a fact mind you we get in our cars every day we get on planes every day we eat foods that we know are not real and they're processed and they're probably not even food and they're gonna kill us at some point (laughs) right (laughs) um so yeah so there's that Yes, yes, I am loving it. And so, Dijana, you are a black woman in wellness mm-hmm. um, and in the phenomenal field that you're in. How would you sum up what living black and well looks like? Mm. <sighs> living black and well has looked like having space to breathe. Living black and well has looked like having community, which I haven't always felt like I had for for a a while in my journey. It was literally just me and cannabis and that was, that's what felt like my community. Um, And through this journey, I've just been able to to meet and be in, in close, connection with some of the most beautiful people I've ever met like you know and I feel like it just keeps evolving in that way and so I'm really really grateful and I have to say that black and being black and well means being in a community um black and being black and well also means being affirmed it's being nourished um both physically spiritually emotionally um and I think being black and well not I think I feel being black and well is any path that leads you closer to your liberation uh and creating a path for others to follow so that they too are liberated 
which is something that I believe Black and Well is doing. So I'm, again, grateful and honored that I get to be a part of this community and that hopefully someone sees and identifies cannabis as their teacher and and sees this path fit for their liberation as well. Absolutely. I'm just here, just taking all of that in. Um, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, DJ, it's been an absolute pleasure having this conversation with you. I feel... I feel, I feel oh. empowered and you know you've offered oh, really, that means so much to me actually um and now after having this conversation with you I'm like I need to go and be in communion with cannabis right now um this is it was right. absolutely an illuminating conversation for me sometimes I don't know what I'm gonna say <laughs> right <laughs> all these type of things and then I'm just like oh yes I'm reminded right so thank yes. you. Yes, that's that's what always happens. No, no problem at all. Thank you. Um, lastly, I'm gonna ask, where can we find you? What what's your social medias? I know you've got um the relaunch coming up with Green Goddess Glow. Is there anything else? That we Absolutely. Can so the relaunch is coming up with Green Goddess Glow, but just before that relaunch of uh, the website and all of the goodness that will be available on that site on that platform i'm launching for every garden which is a community garden uh wellness and event space and it's in south los angeles and it's literally where people can come learn how to grow cannabis alongside fruits and vegetables uh use this space for any type of healing offerings photo shoots um and there are various different ways to get involved with that so you can find me at uh hello at greengoddessglow.com www.greengoddessglow the website uh green goddess glow uh is the handle for instagram and forever garden la is the handle for the garden our fundraise is going to be launching in the coming weeks and it'll be forevergardenla.com um, otherwise, you know, yeah, just send me a comment, hit me up in the DMs, I'm around. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you again, Nijanae. I'm going to let you go. And we will be Thank in you. Touch. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Black and Well Voices. I'm your host, Olivia Grant, and you can find me at thehouseofog.com and on Instagram at OG Songstress. Mm-hmm.